AI and music generation is a fascinating topic. And to be honest, this is actually an area that probably for the last seven or eight years I have played around with. Uh, one of my early startups was in the music space. And to this day, I still have artists on Spotify um, that are my own voice that uh, generate millions, I think like 20 million listens a year. And uh, I don't talk about them, so no one, good luck ever finding them. But um, it's it's an area I've played around with. So from way back then, I used to play around with AI-generated um, music to try to help make background tracks and different things. Um, in any case, what I think is really exciting is that today, Deadmau5, this is a, like a, it's a Canadian indie kind of, well, I don't know if it's really indie. They have like 80 million views on their, their top video, but this is a Canadian DJ and producer, and they have announced that their startup, Chorus, is tapping into AI for music creation and doing some really interesting things. So today on the podcast, I'm going to be breaking down exactly what they're doing, um, why I think this is exciting and interesting when we're starting to see these influencers, celebrity artists type people um, get into the startup space uh, and a lot of really interesting things that are being built. So let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together ChatGPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. In a big step towards the future of AI-powered music creation, um, Pixelinix, which is a metaverse company which was co-founded by the DJ and producer Deadmouse, um, is also part of the Amoka Brands family, has unveiled a whole suite of really interesting new tools for their flagship product, which is Quorus. So this is a new platform which is leveraging AI to enable users to essentially remix and monetize music using licensed stem files. And they're doing this from artists and music labels. So I, this is kind of, I think, important because um, this essentially makes this whole thing legal. But as of today, Chorus introduces a, a big, huge range of new features designed to essentially enhance the music creation experience. And these include interactive visuals, a layering tool, video recording capabilities, and a playlist feature, um, and also a rewards program aimed at encouraging uh, artistic contribution. So central to the whole, uh, this whole thing is Chorus's um, sound mosaic tool. So this is a really sophisticated music composition algorithm, which is capable of creating new music from uploaded stem files um, in an artist-friendly move. So Chorus is ensuring that musicians are paid for their uploads, and then they also get to retain ownership of new content that incorporates their stems. This arrangement also involves users sharing royalties with original IP holders. 
Um, significantly, I think the sound mosaic tool is slated to be uh, released as an SDK, which essentially is going to be allowing developers to embed new music experiences into their products. I think that's really, really interesting. If they're releasing this as an SDK, like people are going to be able to to build this into into actual tools and products. So very, very exciting. Now, for those that don't know, because I know there's probably a lot of confusion um, on like music and royalties and rights. Uh, you've probably seen people do cover music on, um, you know, people do cover music on YouTube and whatever. And sometimes people are like, oh, man, like, you know, there's a YouTuber that's like, oh, there was a song playing in the background. So I got copyright struck on my like YouTube video. And essentially then like sometimes they're like walking in the mall and there's like a song playing in the background. If you, if you can hear the song, then the artist of that song gets all the royalties from the entire YouTube video. So like there's some crazy stuff like that going on with royalties. Um but essentially how it works when you're doing like cover music, like for example, my most recent favorite cover music artist is Josiah and the Bon Bonvilles. I don't know. Look them up. It's pretty cool. It does a cool cover of Ghost by Justin Bieber. In any case, how this works um, is you can actually get cover licensing. So and, and you still are getting paid, I think, most of the money. So back when I used to I actually had a business where I would pay um, people to compose background tracks and then I pay singers to sing popular songs, do covers essentially. Um, and I would put those on Spotify and get royalties from them. So I kind of had like a, a cover music business. And um, in doing so, I think I would, I would usually distribute it through a distributor called Lander. And Lander would give you, I believe you'd have to pay nine cents on the dollar to the original artist or the original group of people that made the song another interesting thing about songs is it's like uh typically you'll have for example like ariana grande she creates a song but really the song was written by someone so she's got like one or two songwriters then she's got like her producer then she's got like someone that helped make some of like the background tracks anyways so all in all there could be like four or five people and ariana grande gets like 70 percent or you know 60% of the royalties from one of her songs and a lot of the other people that helped create it or wrote it but she just sang it um, they are also getting cuts so any way you want to cut it um, when you do a cover license I think you give like nine cents on the dollar to the original group and then you keep the rest which is actually in my opinion like not bad at all that's you know 90% of the royalties from the new so it actually makes a lot of sense to do these covers in any case bring all that up to explain how uh, this works and it would appear that essentially what they're doing here with when you're allowed to use stem files and do like these remixes is the original people are also getting like percentages. But it's I'm not 100% sure how that breaks down when you use like stem files from like multiple artists and maybe multiple songs and mix it together. If you're still only paying nine cents and then it just like gets more and more convoluted who gets it on top of that. Or if you have to pay nine cents to each artist. I'm not 100% sure on the, the licensing that they're going to be going for. But in any case, for each artist on the platform, um, they're going to be leveraging their own proprietary AI models based on their IP, which is going to enable monetization opportunities with their fans. So for instance, Dead Mouse is, you know, their AI model is called Mousetrap DNA. And this launched back in June, but essentially it showcases tracks from um, Dead Mouse's independent record label. And the idea is that you can buy this AI model for your favorite label um, and play it with you know, and make a bunch of new music. So the Mousetrap um, drop made about $18,000, I think, in the first 24 hours. And then it included music from three artists who are all relatively unknown, right? So I think he's got his own, like, record label. He brought a couple couple artists on that are very well known that are in there. Um, less than 10,000 followers each for the artists that he brought on. 
And generally speaking, I think they would not make, you know, a fraction of that from streaming in five years, let alone 24 hours. So that's what uh, Inder Pohl, who's a co-founder and CEO of Pixelinux, said recently on this whole topic, right? So when referencing that $18,000 in the first 24 hours of um, you know, the mousetrap uh, model dropping, he's referencing $18,000 paid out to original artists. So they create this platform, people remix this, they make stuff, they play the music, whatever. Um, and the original artists are getting paid, got paid out $18,000 for the first 24 hours. So I think this is actually a really cool way for um, artists to make more money. For fans, this is a ton of fun. Like, I'm going to be 100% honest. I've went on uh, YouTube. You can go on YouTube and look up, like, J AI Johnny Cash songs. They sound amazing. They're great. I'm a big Johnny Cash fan. Um, I don't know why. Maybe uh, since becoming a, a father, all of a sudden, like, my... Uh, my dad music taste came out and all of a sudden now I love Johnny Cash. But in any case, there's a whole bunch of really interesting AI Johnny Cash songs. And I would love if someone made a whole album of just Johnny Cash songs that sounded like him. Like for all intents and purposes, it's a new Johnny Cash album, but you know, he's he's long dead and gone, RIP. Um, I would definitely 100% listen to that album if it sounded good. And so, and, and then of course the Johnny Cash estate, I think should be making royalties from that. But as it stands, there's a bunch of platforms that let you kind of do this and there's no royalty structure. So they're all going to eventually get shut down, right? You see like Sony records and everyone else like suing them. So I think this is really cool where they're actually making this where it's legal, legit, it's not going to get shut down. And the original artists are making money, which I think is fantastic as they should, right? So I think another really interesting aspect of course is its AI companion or cores. Um, and this is a robot avatar that users can train to generate new music and album images. So, I mean, really, they're just, you know, throwing in um, like image generation into there. So initially, three free companions were available. Um, whatever. They have a bunch of different like plans on that. But anyways, it's kind of funny. You can make your own al album cover as well, which is cool. So Chorus also introduced a video tool that assists you in making some interesting content. Um, and Layer Mosaic is a feature allowing users to modify music stems and generate new sounds through AI text prompts, which I think is interesting. Additionally, Chorus is launching a soft currency. So they're going like, they're, they're kind of going all over the place. They're AI, they're crypto, they're everything. Um, but I think it's cool. I think they're really enhancing music discovery and, you know, some community building. They got playlist features, um, all sorts of really interesting stuff. So this is, uh, this is going to be really cool. I think in a really surprising collaboration, uh, Pixelinux is partnering with Netflix's Black Mirror to launch a Web3 experience. As is what they said about it. Uh, they said, the goal is to fuse together many sectors from music to film and TV with our core technology to bring fans closer to the IP and works they love. Many people think the future with AI is going to be this dystopian dark tale. We hope to show that isn't going to be the case and we'll always try to have fun with our partners along the way. So, in any case, I think this is all really interesting. Since it started in May, Chorus has seen over 15,000 songs created. And, um, you know, they say that they were minted on chain by their users because, you know, they're like doing some crypto blockchain Web3 kind of thing with the AI music thing. Um, but I think this is making a really big step in the integration of AI and music. And this is going to be really exciting to see how this plays out. I think we'll see more projects like this in the future. Um, but I'm all for it. I think uh, being able to use AI to create new songs from artists you love is going to be something that's very commonplace in the future. A lot of people will be doing this. And I think like, you know, the, the sooner record labels and others embrace this, the, the better, because there's no way they're going to be able to stop that. Like fans love it. And so inevitably it's going to happen. So they might as well embrace it, make sure they're getting the royalties they're cut, whatever. 
um, so it can move forward, kind of like streaming. You know, they had the whole streaming debacles in the beginning, but eventually Spotify and the rest of them figured it out and made it successful. So I think we're going to see the same thing here, and I'll be really excited to follow along. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below. 